This station is being brought to you via Nolsoft Shoutcast streaming technology. For more information, visit shoutcast.com. Go that way. You'll be malfunctioning within a day, you know, that it's scrap pile. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Are you stuck up? Star Wars en direct is brought to you by SimpleNet. With SimpleNet, obtain a low-cost advertising for your company or quite simply a space to put your personal website online. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Welcome to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom, for this wonderful edition of June 4, 2006. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we're in June. We're closing by to the summer. And Audrey is about as red as her t-shirt right now, laughing about something we don't know anything about. That's right, she's with me right now, and also Brian's with me. Yes, I'm here. You're here? Yes. Oh, all men of you? I am here. And who else is in studio with us? From Darth Sci- Vader. From Sideshow Collectibles. He's yeah, a I said, I said, scale. I said 12 inch, eh? He's a quarter scale. I think he's a bit bigger. Congratulations, Susan. Susan Summers, our winner off. of, uh, well, it's just a big black box on the Can you see it underneath? No, you can't see it No. It's like foam it's and. Huge. Wait, is it the, it's the Sideshow exclusive edition, too? Yes. And it's from the first run. It's very nice. It's a limit. It's a limited number from the first one. They uh, the they've actually produced a second run of those Darth Vader, and they're already sold out. And uh, they're moving into their third run hopefully soon, so I can get my hands on one too. Or maybe I'll just wait for some sort of clone trooper. Because if they do a clone Cheers. trooper, that's that would be awesome. Yeah, you'd love that one. And it comes with a little mouse droid too. Oh, cool. So it's really really nice. That's right. It's really. Really nice, and for all of the for all of you, just like sent your your email afterwards. Well, I'm sorry, you missed it. You missed out on the action. You know why? Because you weren't listening live. So, uh. Susan Summers, congratulations! You've won the quarter scale Vader from Sideshow Collectibles. It's friggin' sexy. I just can't stop looking at it. It's so cool. All we can see is the box, and the box is great. It's <laughs> <laughs> so tall. Watches like just like plastic things inside. That's right. Like, I'm kind of scared. 
Well, it's exactly what you see on the box. It's exactly that size. Wait, the lightsaber's glowing like that? It, it, it actually comes with Does a plug. Yeah, it lights. The lightsaber lights up. The belt lights up. The the chest lights up. It, there's no sound coming out though. Whoa. That's the only sad thing. But otherwise, hey, shut up! It's like, awesome. Like all the details on the gloves and the on all the clothes and everything, they're amazing. Just amazing. Jesus. It's congratulations, Sideshow. Seriously, it's really, it's nice. really nice. And uh, our friend Arnie is going to be talking about Sideshow later on in the show. So just stay st- stay tuned in for this wonderful segment of uh, collecting news for this week. And uh, of course, we're going to be talking about. All the other stuff, like the fan audio news, the miscellaneous news. We've, we've got a complete set of uh, characteristics for uh, for Champions of the Force now, don't we? Yes, we do. I, I don't want to put it on the talk about it on the site because I don't want to go through sixty. Yeah, you know, maybe figures. maybe next week. Maybe next, the week show's like maybe next week I'll take a my dedicated. Top 10. Yeah. All right. Well, that is next week's subject. It is next week's subject. That's I'm saying it. But today's subject is the tales from series. So we're going to hide Darth Vader again. Say bye, Darth. Bye-bye. Bye. And we're going to show you the wonderful books of tales. I'm, I'm, lu- I'm one of the lucky ones. I actually got a, a condensed version of the uh, Cantina, Jabba's Palace, and Bounty Hunter Tales from uh, the Science Fiction Book Club here in Canada. And as you can notice, by the Betrayal book that's standing right behind it, it's shorter. But, yeah. It's shorter than an actual paperback. It's taller than a, a simple pocketbook. What do you want to do? It's pretty cool. But it's three books in one. So if it's, if it's missing to your collection, it fits great into the... Uh, a lot of the science fiction book club uh, books are made in a special size, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I remember seeing a lot of people at C3 that had the sort of in-between size, and the authors were like, whoa, what happened to this book? You Where know, did you went for the dryer cycle? Where did you get this? That's you know, it. How come it's shrunken? Most of the time, that's it. They get it from the <laughs> science fiction book club. Yeah. yeah. Well, they get it from the Science Fiction Book Club, and uh, there was actually an article about that in Insider a, f- a few months ago. There's Steve their special editions and stuff. They're, they're collector's editions, I guess. No, really. Not even. They're like no, not really. Different. They're like second run. But they're second run, but they're hardcover. A lot of them, like Hard Contact and um, Zero Mission, were never... Or Triple Zero. Yeah. They were never put in Hard Contact. They were never put out but on Hard But the Science Fiction Book Club actually does have, yes, a... Duology. A book with both of them. So They did that with a lot of the New Jedi Order books, too. Yeah, as well. The smaller ones. The ones that were released in paperback only. Yep. So. There we go. So, Brian, how can people tell us how much they loved the Tales from series? Well, you can contact us by email at studio at swendirect.com. You can reach us through the chat. Check us out on the webcam to us live. Check out our blog and our Star Wars on Direct message board, all on the main page, which is www.swendirect.com. If I'm correct. Am I correct, Audrey? Sounds right. Also, you can reach us by MSN Messenger, which is me tonight, at swendirect at hotmail.com. So uh, send me, um, you know, send me a message. Tell me what's up. Talk to Brian. Talk to me. Because Brian's the man. Give me your comments. That's right. And Sebastian, are we going to have a sound card crash? Well, hopefully we won't. It has been open all day long, but uh, I'm on. Not open. Yeah, it's been on all day long. Sorry. I'm guessing it's going to be all right. Okay. I have faith in the card. 
And the little stormtrooper buddy that stays above it and that actually shines a very pretty imperial logo through his feet. <laughs> yes. Kind of bizarre. Well, better be out of his feet. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, Sebastian? Yes. Is there anything to say this week? You know what? I got plenty to say, but it's not for the producers to say. So, where are we going next year? L.A. California, eh? Hollywood. Yeah, it's going to be fun. <laughs> well, yours truly has been made has been making some calls this week. I've been have been touring the general convention center area by Google Earth. That's okay. a wonderful technology. And I've been Which is the, what's the closest hotel? The closest hotel would be the Morrison Hotel. How, how far how many blocks is that away? Which is about a block away, like uh literally. And it's that ma- that ma- that makes him the closer because it's right by the uh the yeah, the convention center. Okay. And the blocks are like smaller okay. literally than perpendicularly. That was a big word. Perpendicularly <laughs> is like this. Yeah, it's that's it. yeah. It's a right angle. Yeah. You mean horizontally or vertically? Well, vertically, like parallel to the to the to the, the convention, convention center, center. The blocks are narrower. Yes. Then so it's closer. Then horizontally, yes. So it's closer because they're long blocks, short. So the ones long. running north south versus the ones running east west. That's right. East west is better than north south. And so Morrison is closer because of that. There's also the Aviate Hotel, which eludes me because it seems to be an holiday inn now. But it's very difficult to actually find proper, you know, information about all of these hotels. And uh, then, of course, you have one wonderful hotel which I discovered, which is sadly uh, all booked up for that period, thanks to the room luck. Congratulations, Gen Con again. <laughs> but. There is an hotel that will accept your reservation a year in advance. Although you might sound a little bit defensive when you call them. At least that's apparently how I did sound when I called them. And it's the uh, Figueroa Hotel, which is on Figueroa Street, which is the street of the convention center. And it's not the closest one. I'd say the second closest one. They are taking reservations right now. Be aware, they have really bad linen. They don't have any alarm clocks. They have apparently a very nice uh, taco restaurant downstairs that might leave you with some downtime from the convention. And uh, apparently the walls are made out of cardboard, and the staff is very, very rude. As you experienced on the phone. Now, just by calling them, I experience rudeness. And the fact that they are taking reservation right now is either one of two things. They're totally crazy, and they're they, they just want to you know blow their contract with Gen Con or something, or they just haven't been contracted because Lucasfilm at Gen Con realized that this hotel was not a, actually a proper one to receive the fans. I'm going with that, which I'm going with as well. That would make a lot of sense to me. And I did a little research on the hotel before calling, and they said rude, rude, rude. And there was like one good review. I'm like, meh, you know. It's sleeping. As long as I can lock my door, you know, everything's going to be fine. So I called them, and it was so rude. I said, you know what, just forget it. 
So right now I still stand without a room. Apparently some fans I've, have been able to uh, book their rooms. We don't want to mention anything because we want to let them be able to keep their room. Congratulations on you all. But Danny was telling me that I have to stop wanting to go against the flow of the force and just go with the flow of the force. So we're telling me two reservation people from two different hotels just call the housing segment when it comes to, to it and make your make make your reservation with them. Yeah. So and that's sad because the housing is actually going to be from most likely the twenty first till the twenty ninth. But you know in the press release they did mention the fact that there was gonna be stuff going on during the week before and most likely the weekend before. So I'm planning on going from the 19th to the 29th, maybe the 1st. I'm still looking into it. Mm. So that's, you know what, that's too bad. It's Hopefully there are going to be some specials for us who are going to be going longer, but who are we to tell? And hopefully this time around, Gen Con, your servers will be able to, like, withhold the brawl that is the fans all awaiting that you open your housing complex and all. I'm Hopefully your service will be able to handle it. I'm so calling them this time around. I am definitely giving them a call. For what? Instead of, instead of trying online? Forget it. Calling them. Took me three hours to book everything last time online. You were lucky. I know. I rushed home from work, got online, and you know, you got to a certain point and it says yeah. click only once. You click once, you wait ten minutes, and all of a sudden it says yeah, you know, the it. same screens come up again with all the you know the screen that you typed all your information and it's blank all over again. But it's blank all over again. It's because you, ti- yeah. you, you, you timed out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it because your servers just yeah. weren't able or to. Or else you get a little requests. message saying you know sorry we couldn't uh, you know. We can't handle your request right now. Please come back later. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I remember. I know <laughs> how it feels. So. Also. This week in Montreal was the beer festival, mm. and I, as the high priest of the Lush, I had to do my duty and support the beer festival for their 13th edition, and it's one of two things. Either they're going to have to go for a longer period of time, or they're going to have to move to a bigger location. The reason it sucked because of the rain, the bad weather. I went on Friday. It was an incredibly nice weather, okay. and... It was there was about 1.5, well, 1,500 people, 2,000 people, easily, because there's no crowd control whatsoever. No. So instead of having people, you know, going in one way, doing the aisles, going another way and coming back, and you know, doing it in the proper order, well, it's total mayhem because everybody's drinking, so most half of them is are drunk. So, you know, it's really, really bad. I'm not even going to talk about the Molson girls. There and were Molson girls? There were Molson girls. Being booth babes? Yeah. <laughs> you know we have a lot of booth babes from E3 here in Montreal? I actually talked to one this this week. A booth babe from E3? I talked to a booth babe from E3. What did she say? She said she had fun, and you don't need no press pass. All you need to do is wear a latex bodysuit. Of course. Oh, but that's not going to work. Babe. That's not going to work with me. It would work with Audrey, but it wouldn't work with me. Uh, Audrey, we're going to E3 next year. You're going to be our boot babe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. <laughs> All right, I'm kidding. It's never going to happen. 
So, yeah, the beer festival, it was a success. There were a few new beers to discover. It was fun. But, again, it was too crowded. And that was my big, big disappointment. But we had fun, and we still went for a beer later on with uh, our friend Haley from the Gazette. So, uh, I uh, went on Saturday afternoon. I got so plastered. Uh. And that's Brian's weekend for you. Uh, it was good, but I got so drunk. And then he woke up, and he was all shaved. No, no, no. I did this, I did this <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> Cut my hair in the morning. There's just blue speckles now. <laughs> oh, fuck shit. Damn. Mm. Something like that? It wasn't that bad. This morning was pretty bad at 7 o'clock. I had to drink a lot of water. Well, you're lucky, because I woke up at 4. <laughs> I've been up ever since. Wow. Okay. Also, I, I've been reading a new comic book. Oh, so you, you're done with Betrayal? No. You know, it's personally, slow, I, I'm slowly. finding it slow in the middle there. Okay. Um. Anyway, Runaways is really good. It's a Marvel story where uh, these kids discover their parents are evil, and they decide to fight them. Cool. And you know in the Marvel Universe, everything happens in New York City? Yeah. Well, the comic book explains why everything happens in New York. Every, in, everything happens in New York... And there you never have hear anything about L.A. because L.A. is controlled by their parents. Ah. It's called Runaways. It's really good. Cool. Well, check it out, people. I've been reading Betrayal. You haven't, you liar. I have. Page like, two? Like what? Page Chapter one? <laughs> <laughs> I'm at least past that. Yeah. Well, for a guy who got it, like, yesterday, it's pretty good. Yeah. I'm... I'm being really lazy. I've started it. I've gotten about ten chapters ahead of Sebastian. Um, but uh, it's it's slow going. The characters I want to hear about, I'm not hearing about. And so I know there's no tip in this. So You're you a little know, bit disappointed? I'm not eagerly turning the pages looking for him. <laughs> so. Well, you can look forward to Jason. But there is some humor in it. There's some lighthearted humor. Apparently, stuff, I'm so. going to like it. A friend of mine told me I was going to like some parts of it. Yeah. And, well, you know, some of the things I've heard are, well, I, I cheated and I read the last couple of chapters as well. <laughs> I always do that. So, the turnout at the end is nothing that I wasn't expecting. So. I'm well, you've been told. You've been told. Well, I've so. been told anyways. Yeah, I've been through all the spoilers. That's it. But for people who wouldn't have been to the spoilers, you think so far it, they, w- they will be surprised? I don't. Well, if they've read the Darkness trilogy, yeah. they may have seen the foreshadowing in the Darkness trilogy, so they might expect it. But depending on which characters they support or which characters they don't like, or you know, like what their belief is of some of the characters who were developed through the New Jedi Order, um, they might find it believable. They might find that it's not believable. Or, you know, like, there's a big debate going on uh, amongst my friends um, whether a certain character would have gone dark or not. So, Well, it's for you to find out. Exactly. Read the book. All right. Brian, you're yes. up, buddy. Master Fisto, trust your insight, we do. Welcome to Miscellaneous News for this Sunday, June 4th, 2006. Yes. Um, Christian Hadison 
has won the MTV Movie Award for Best Villain okay. for Episode 3. Um, congratulations, I guess. Woo! Let's go yeah. ahead! Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, and uh, the whole 2006 MTV Movie Awards will be seen on uh, June, th- June 8th at 9pm. I want to see what they do with the movies this year. You know, like every year they do a spoof thing. Oh, I hate those spoofs. It's oh, written by hacks and SNL. Oh, the Revenge of the Set one was, re- was funny. I didn't see it. The Lava Fields. Lava, lava, lava. <laughs> okay. It's like, that should be a Maybe. <laughs> oh, shit! Would you stop your gurgling? I can't make a decision! <laughs> I forgot to stop the force. Oh, my bad. Smash. <laughs> Audrey, did you see the new Secrets of Star Wars 2007? No, not yet. It's called World on Fire, and the caption reads, Imperials, Imperial and Wookiee forces collide on Kashyyyk. Yep. And uh, my secret sources have told me that it is neither from the Clone Wars animated series, nor is it from the TV series. Oh. It is from the Vader video game. Cool. Where these things are coming from. Maybe they'll portray Kashyyyk closer to the novelization description as opposed to what we saw in Revenge of the Sith. Let's hope so. And and we still have absolutely no confirmation on who is our new president. I just well. wanted to bring that up again. Who cares? Yeah. But the World on Fire secret of Star Wars is, uh, yeah, you got ATST. That's cool. It's very cool. Also, in the Star Wars minis, everything has been out, so you can go check out all the stats on the Sith Clan. Um, it's very. A lot of them are good. A lot of them are, you know, okay. And a lot Sebastian's of them are mad. just as to be expected. Sebastian's mad because a lot of the characters are ripped off. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, just like just like I said last week, you know, in the the Jedi Consular and all that, they should have, you know, taken their time and do something proper. But while well, Jedi Consular, it looks a lot like a Keldrama. The Jedi Guardian looks a lot like one of the uh, Jedi's from the Tales uh, Tales of the. Old Republic series, as well as the Jedi Sentinel, just as I said. So, you know what? At least give them their name, just don't go with Jedi Sentinel or something like that. Yeah, but Sebastian, you have to have, you have, to have Grand Army. And the idea is they had lots of Jedis. But anyway, the I, I just posted the new map that will be available on Friday when you go by yeah. your boosters. It's going to be the, uh, the Valley of the Sith uh, map from Korriban. So, you can go check out that picture. Um, also, you can check out the checklist officially, which is pretty much the same as I posted last week. Um, also, there aren't are you disappointed? Why? Maybe the map. Uh, it's not a really great picture. Well, even the, even then, I mean, I'm just looking at it, and it doesn't strike me as Corbett. You well, know, it maybe I've got two big pictures in my head of the planet, but. We'll see, Sebastian. I'm not going to get too upset about it. Also, there's the uh, poster checklist. So that's really cool. You can go see all of the figures Yeah. in one easy setting. Except the Jedi Weapon Master, Sindralig. He's kind of flashed out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is too bad. Otherwise, you can see pretty much everybody else, and uh, it's fairly nice. Yeah. A lot of people are going to be happy. Jason and Jaina. Corrin Horn. <laughs> I see. <laughs> yes, we're going to get you a Corrin Horn, I promise. Okay. 
Um, I promise nothing. And Jason Chin. Yeah, they're very rare. <sighs> One balls cap that I can get to in my first box. <laughs> what one balls cap? Yeah, the the, the unscrewable caps. Thing. Yeah. I'm not betting money anymore. I drink more balls than I have money, so. <laughs> <laughs> Brian. Oh, well, that's pretty much it. Cause you know life's kind of boring in the Star Wars universe these days. There's not much going on. Isn't there? Well, there's the uh, there's a lot of community stuff, right, Sebastian? Well, there is some community stuff, and some of it is actually fan venues from like fan audio and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so why don't we go cover that stuff? Well, that's where we're exactly where we're going. StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars fan audio on the internet. It's your home for Star Wars fan audio genre news, a comprehensive catalog of fan-made Star Wars radio shows, parody tales, and serious audio dramas, with behind-the-scenes features, a message board, reviews, tutorials, convention coverage, an internet movie database-style directory of the entire Star Wars fan audio community, and the only fan audio community-recognized Star Wars Fan Audio Academy Awards held each year. StarWarsFanWorks.com. Fandom has a whole new sound. And welcome to the first edition of the Fan Audio for June. Oh, well. So, summer's here, and with summer and June, uh, Fan Audio Made Easy returns with lesson number 21. And everybody should go and check this out because there's a segment by none other than Sebastian and Danny from Star Wars on the Deck. So, go over there and check it out. It's all about language barriers and fan productions. Um, Corona Radio returns with number 27. Uh, it's called X Marks the Spot, featuring a look at X-Wing novels to s- decide which writer, Michael Stackpole or Aaron Alston, is king of the X-Wing. So you have to go over there and r- read up on what they're saying and listen, and then you decide. Ooh. Anybody here have an opinion? No? Michael Stackpole, Aaron Alston... I'm going to say Aaron for the X-Wing. It's really hard to decide. I I'm, I'm going to say Aaron for the X-Wing, because Mike's more of a backstory guy. So, you know, for the officers and all that, mm-hmm. he's awesome. And for Corrin and all the Horn family, I mean, he's the best. So I'm going to go with Aaron for the X-Wing, because that's pretty much his thing. You know? There's a lot of humor in the X-Wings, too. And yeah. Aaron Alston's more the humorist. Whereas Stackpole, like you said, is more the I wonder if it's the Hawaiian shirt that gave it so, up. I don't know. He's <laughs> always wearing one of those printed shirts. Always. <laughs> it's so cool. So anyways, all you guys have to go and make up your mind. Who's the king of the X-Wing? Um, Star Wars and Beyond returns with swab number 16. Uh, they're comparing space battles in the two Star Wars trilogies. So you go listen to Robbie and Brian and uh, see what you think there. And uh, Brandon Harbeck's Star Wars Bookies has emerged with a review of Legacy of the Force Betrayal. So those of you who have finished reading the novel and want to hear some feedback from someone else, or if you haven't read the novel but don't mind spoilers, go on over and check it out. Um, And lastly, uh, Brian Chisman's The Jedi Council Speaks, number 5, has been released. And this will be followed up on June 15th. Uh, by the first uh, The Jedi Council Speaks Springboard episode So 
go and have a little listen there, too. There you go. I also want to mention that our dear friend um, Jeff Rooney from JRD Online Productions has uh, recently added the uh, Tattooing TV to the iTunes list. So now you have to actually subscribe to it to his podcast to actually get the latest Tattooing TV. You just can't download it from his website anymore. So congratulations again, Jeff. And uh, go subscribe and download the latest one. is actually a flashback and uh, ma- some, somehow the making of of the Tattooing TV episode. And so Now with the two sort of melding together, it's coming under the banner of Ronnie's own enterprises as well. Yeah. So There you go. There we th- that's yeah, it. That's it. Every collector deserves the best. That's why our main goal at Federation Toys is to guarantee the highest quality items for the lowest prices. Yes, of course. Come by Federation Toys for Star Wars collectibles. Satisfaction guaranteed. Yes, nice work. Hello, Sebastian, Brian, and Audrey. This is Arnie from Star Wars Action News bringing you this week's collecting report. My wife isn't with me this week because she is still sleeping from our many late nights at the Kosai Museum exhibit, Star Wars Where Science Meets Imagination. We give a full report on that exhibit this week on our show at ReviewStarWars.com, but I'll summarize it here. This is a must-see for any Star Wars fan. We have a lot of pictures up on our website. You can go to them at ReviewStarWars.com forward slash C-O-S-I, all uppercase. And I have over 200 pictures of the exhibit, and none of them do justice to this exhibit. On to collecting news. There is confirmation that Toys R Us is going to have an exclusive Dagobah X-Wing. This is going to come with a Dagobah Luke, a Dagobah R2, and a Dagobah Swamp Monster. Now, nobody knows yet if this is going to be to scale with R2. Is it going to be able to eat R2 or not? But it is a larger scale X-Wing vehicle going to be at Toys R Us this fall. Continuing with exclusives, the Kirk Canos figure has been explained a little further as a shared exclusive between StarWarsShop.com and Entertainment Earth. We still don't know what the mystery figure is going to be yet, so I still don't know if I need to order two or four, though. Sideshow has some groundbreaking news this week, as they are now having what they're calling the Inclusive Edition. And this means that when Sideshow orders a product, they're going to allow the number of orders to determine the edition size. And as a lot of people know, Sideshow has been selling out in minutes to hours, especially with their 12-inch Star Wars line that come with the exclusive accessories. Now they're just going to have however many people order, they're going to get it. They're going to leave ordering open for a couple of days, and that will determine the edition size. I think this is a great thing for collectors. I personally believe that anything that the fans want, they should get. Back in the 90s, Hasbro came out and said that there will be enough Star Wars product to make the fans happy. And exclusives and chase figures and things like that have always frustrated me as a collector. I think anything a collector wants, a collector should be able to get. And Sideshow is now going to be accommodating that. However, scalpers, investors, if that's what you call yourself, any of those people who are in this to make money are now hosed because any of these 12-inch figures, they're 
edition sizes are going to be meeting the demand. So there's not going to be as many scalpers sitting there online right at noon when the product is released and ordering it for the sake of doubling or even quadrupling their money on eBay. The fans are going to get what they want, and the fans are going to get it at a fair price. Way to go, Sideshow. I'm surprised that they did this because it seems to decrease the collectability, the rarity of some of these things. But it's not like Sideshow makes money when there's a higher secondary market value, so this is a good thing. Finally, with a store report, the new wave of Transformers have been hitting. This is including the Emperor as a shuttle, a clone pilot as an arc fighter, and Jango Fett as Slave 1, which is just a repaint of the Boba Fett as Boba Fett's Slave 1 ship. We found those in stores on our way to Ohio for the Kosai exhibit. Also hitting stores is the Tatooine Wave of Figures. This includes the Sand Trooper, R5-D4, Hammerhead, or Momonadon, as you EU people like to call them, and more. We have found most of these figures ourselves. We've gotten a lot of reports in about them, so go to your local Walmart or Target if you want to find those figures. Finally, I'd like to announce that Star Wars Action News is doing the Star Wars Action News Book Club. And this is through our forums, and I just wanted to let your listeners know about it, because I know your listeners and you like EU books. We're going to be reading one book every three to four weeks, and we're reading them in chronological order as they were released. So right now, we have registration open to join us in reading Star Wars by George Lucas, where all of the people will be reading it together, and then we'll come into the forums to discuss it as a group, just like a neighborhood book club only for Star Wars fans. And we're doing Star Wars by George Lucas, followed by Splinter of the Mind's Eye, and just going chronologically by release. So anyone who's interested should come to our forums at ReviewStarWars.com and join us. There's no cost. We'd love to have people there. We have over 60 members already, and we'd like to see it grow. Thanks for letting us have some time to talk about collecting on your show, and we will talk to you next week. This is Marjorie. And this is Arnie. We're from Star Wars Action News. Download our Star Wars Collecting Podcast at ReviewStarWars.com. You are listening to Star Wars Indirect. Welcome to the community news for this June edition. The first. Tell me, Audrey. Yes. Are we going to have a haunted house supper here in Montreal? Uh, it's been pushed back till July okay. because uh, a lot of people were saying they didn't have the money to go in June. And it's like forty-five dollars a person. Oh. So, but I mean, like, if we went for a dinner and a movie, it would cost about that by the time we paid for our meal, paid for the yeah. Because you know, it's like 12 bucks for the movie and whatever. Now. Yeah, that's it. But, I mean, with the Haunted House dinner, we'd be getting a full-course meal, really nice meal. You have a, a show where the audience is incorporated into the show, and it's a good evening out with friends. So, uh, And it's one of those evenings where I get the girl, but it's just the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get to get... You don't always get the girl? No, oh. just on shows. I thought you did. Just on shows. All right. 
So, there's also going to be a Star Wars exhibit in Busan in Korea from July 1st. Uh, it will run until October 22nd. The Korean exhibit will have the same object as in Singapore. However, they will be adding the Anakin Starfighter from Episode 3, as well as Anakin Spud Racer from Episode 1. So, very cool objects to see. So, if, you, if you're near uh, Busan in Korea, you should definitely drop by. I mean, come on. I would. I so would. <laughs> Alright, and uh, for more local news, because uh, the rest of the world seems to be pretty calm the, the, on this uh, beginning of month, uh, I want to remind you that on June 17th and the 18th, there's going to be a Star Wars concert here in Montreal. There's a few places that remain still for Saturday and a few more for Sunday, so go get your tickets fast. You can go to ovmf.qc.ca or you can actually contact us and we'll book you, us, book you up with our group and you can have a fun evening of uh, incredible Star Wars music and, and fun. And Brian, you're not going to be there? Thank when you. is it? It's on the, the, the 18th that you're not going to be there? On Sunday the 18th for some reason? I'm not going to be there. Not that I'm oh, aware. Oh, it's you. It's, it's you. me. I'm going to be uh, meeting up with um, some of the Dark Lords Council members in Burlington, Hamilton, Ontario. So... Uh, one of, the, one of the members is coming up from Boston, so we're having sort of a little get together. Get together. But that's on Sunday night. You're not going to be back on Sunday night. No, no, no we're, I'm going for like five days. I leave ah. on Thursday, come back on Monday. Okay then. Yeah. Well, you have a safe trip. Yeah. Well, I really wanted to go to the music though. But leave. <laughs> I said have a safe trip. Yeah. Leave. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and on June twenty second. Brian, I think you're going to be happy because it's going to be equality for serenity. That's right. You can't stop serenity. You just can't stop it. And uh, there's going to be a screening of serenity at the Gieta Save of Concordia University. The um, Cinema? Yep. That's how you say it. It's called the Deceve Cinema. At the Deceve Cinema. And uh, tickets are limited, but they are available right now at the Magical Blend, which is located on 1928 St. Catherine's West. They're also available online, and they're $10. That's it. Right now, they're going to be 15 at the door if you wait. So, you know, you should definitely go now, buy them. Or you can, we- you can wait till Will Wheaton shows up and have a book signing the same day that we're having the Serenity screening, and we're still going to be uh, selling tickets by then. Sweet. Audrey, I saw you winch. Like, who like, the hell is I know Will Wheaton. Wheaton. You know him. He's so hot. Wesley Crusher. Yeah, that's right. And before that, he was the guy in uh, Stand By by Me. And he was also the crazy fool in CSI who got a t-shirt full of blood and decided to wear it. He's also in uh, Toy Soldiers. He was the mafia's son. He was the one that was killed during the movie. He was killed? He was killed. Right on! (laughs) So there you go. That pretty much sums it up for the community update for this week. I want to remind you that, of course, if you have any events that are upcoming in your local town, surroundings, universe, galaxy even, just let me know. Send me an email. Studio at SWENdirect.com and I'm going to get it and I'm going to be happy to get back to you about uh, posting your event. On this note... We move forth, and we shall be right back on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. 
the future. A world ruled by corruption, lawlessness, and fear. The perfect place for mercenaries to do what mercenaries do. But for one mercenary, know my name. that's about to change. On February 15th, Star Knight Interactive presents a podcast unlike any you've ever heard. J. Marcus Xavier's They said the future would be paradise. They were wrong. Some material may not be suitable for younger listeners. SilentUniverse.com Toiled at making fan films, podcasts, and goofy flash animations to obscure techno music. They work hard. 
give them their props. Watch, listen, and talk back. <clears throat> At planetfandom.com. <laughs>
Hi, this is Brian here. Every month, we need you to go vote for us on Podcast Alley. Go to our website, which is www.swendirect.com. Click on the banner ad for Podcast Alley. Go vote for us. only takes you two seconds, and it will help us a lot to get new listeners and more promotion for the show. Thanks for your help, and may the course be with you. At SimpleNet, you will get, at a very reasonable cost, an advertising space for your company, a website built for you by our team of professionals, or quite simply, a space to put your personal site online. The online gamers are not forgotten. We can offer fixed prices of bandwidth, as well as solutions for turnkey pre-configured game servers. Join us at www.simple-net.ca. Galactic Hunter, the place where you can find the latest Star Wars collectible news from all around the world. From the Hasbro and Kenner lines of action figures, to comics, games, prop collectibles, and events, everything is covered and reviewed. Join our fan community and the Bounty Hunter Collective forums and find all your bounties at www.galactichunter.com. Galactic Hunter, keeping collectors on target. And welcome back to Star Wars Sound Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom, as we uh, go into our main subject now. That's right. What's under Lord Vader's pants? <laughs> this is almost reminding me of a Thumb Wars scene, except it's Leia that they're looking under. Okay. I'll have to... What's... When? How? You haven't seen Thumb Wars? Thumb, oh, yes, Thumb Wars. Good, bad, bad, good, 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 bad, 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 good, good, bad, 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 good, 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 bad, good. That's right. Yes, so now we move on with our show, and we were just listening to Weezer and Suzanne. Thank you, Brian. You're welcome. Great musical choice. And, of course, the uh, uh, an, a- an extract of the uh, concert that was done a few years ago by the OVMF, and it was, of course, a trumpet roll. So, if you really like the music that you just heard, consider this, live, June 17th and 18th, here in Montreal. Very cheap tickets. Ten bucks. There we go. All right. So, as we are looking up on Darth Vader himself, uh, it's time to talk about the tales from... The New Republic, the Empire, the Mosaic Cantina, Jabba's Palace, and the Bounty Hunters. So who wants to go first? Sebastian, you do. <laughs> you do. All right. Well, I'm going to go on with my wonderful story of um, my favorite tale, which actually is a tale of the Mosaic Cantina. And it has something very special attached to it because of the following. I had a very special encounter with Maria de Aragon in Montreal back in 1999. That's a few years ago. And um, I was lucky enough to, you know, have the opportunity to talk to her and have, have some fun with her. And it was a great convention, and we had a great time at this, this first EmpireCon. And um, basically what happened is that Garrick Hagen was there as well. And uh, he was missing 
the insider story about Biggs and the cutscenes and all that. And when I came to him, I had him sign a picture of Biggs talking to Luke. So he's like, where the hell does that come from? Oh, well, I got it off like an insider, and they had this story. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. So I ended up, long story short, I ended up giving him the story from the insider, which I had put into my souvenir book. And to this day, as I know, he still has it in a scrapbook somewhere. And when I walked over to Maria de Aragon, I was holding the tales from the Mosaicsa Cantina, and... I I was going to ask her to sign it for me, but of course I had my book with me. So I asked her to sign the book first. And then I said, have you read the story inside that book, Star- Tales from Star Centina? And she says, no, but I've, I've heard of it, but I've never had a chance to actually read it. And I just ended up circling Greedo's face and doing nice things around it, and I just gave it to her the next day. But nice little thank you note for coming. So she ended up finally reading the tales from the cantina of the Mosaicy Cantina about Greedo, which basically makes him a total loser. Yeah. And when you actually read that story, you can feel out. You can you actually feel sad for Greedo, but Han still shoots first. Well, he does clearly. It's 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 just as easy as that. But it, he was basically set up by other Rodians, so. It's a definite story to to read because it explains so much of the Rodians as a race, and it's it's just awesome. I had a great time reading it. Uh, other tales from the uh, the the Star Wars Cantina, Mosaicsa Cantina. You have of course Wu's story, and you find out that yes, he's all against robots, but he finally comes around and he gets one that he likes and that helps him around with making food and drinks for the cantina. So that's fun. Uh, one that was awesome is Figurin Dan and the Nodal Nodes. The story about how they will never do weddings again because the last gig they did before going to the cantina was, of course, Jabba the Hutt's wedding. And what happened at Jabba the Hutt's wedding? His wife blew up. Literally. <laughs> she was killed. And that's when they decided never to do weddings anymore. Good for that. And uh yeah, they have the they you have a very good story about the Devonorian, you have a very good story about the Tanika sister, who apparently are not the Tanika sisters. They're not? They're not the Tanika sisters in the Star Wars Cantina. They're they're just like two girls trying to make it into the world and dressing up like the Tanika sisters. Um. To catch up with this guy and all that. So yeah. That's it. That's my uh my best recollection. I remember also uh, reading Palmer's Monk story from uh, from the uh, the Jabba the Jabba's Palace stories, which are, which is really nice explanation to the big spider that walks up behind R two D two and C three P O as they walk through the door. So. Well, what is the story? Well, who is it? It's basically the old, well, well, the old assistant to Jabba the Hutt. Okay. You know, like Bib Fortuna. Yeah. Well, Jabba the Hutt just had him killed, but took his brain and put it into a Bomar's mind, a spider's body. So basically, his brain is now living out in there, and uh, isn't that what happens to um, what's his name? Uh, Bib Fortuna at one point doesn't isn't at some point Bib Fortuna gets turned into a Bomar's monk as well? Yes, because Jabba just lives in the palace. It's not really his palace. No, it's, it's just lives there. It's it's actually a monastery. 
and he lives downstairs. And he's just running out of there, and the monks are not doing anything because they're big robot spiders. And they can't do anything, basically. That's it. And that's why Jabba likes it there. Yes. Because they can't do anything. He's pretty much a master of his domain anyway. With yeah, such a stink like that. <laughs> and, uh, Brian. Yes. Uh, I know you read a few tales about Boba Fett. Yes, I read most of the tales about Boba Fett because there's one in, uh, Bounty Hunters, there's one in, um, Empire. Empire, there's one in the Jabba's Possible. I read those three. Because when I first got into Star Wars, I really did uh, Boba Fett. But there was no one story about Boba Fett. You had to go into all the different tales yeah. to get his story. So I read those. I read them. Um, and now he's got all the graphic novels. Exactly. There's a lot more information about Boba Fett. But my favorite is from the uh, New Republic book. Uh-huh. Where it's him basically going into an Imperial outpost and taking the whole thing out by himself. It's a great Fett story. That's how good the man is. He, he he the Imperials think they have him licked three or four times and every single time he outsmarts them. He's just that good. He is that good. So Fett at the end he doesn't get his man. He doesn't get his man? He doesn't get his man because he's after this general, this Imperial I think he's the son of the general, and he's pissed off some warlords. So, they, so he's sent he's sent by uh, by some people to go take care of him. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think it's the rebels, the New Republic, send him. And um, so he the the guy his bounty ends up escaping, and the whole story is told from this this uh, this guy in a what seems like a a bar on an, somewhere in the outer rim and he's telling the story to these kids about Boba Fett and how he's this amazing bounty hunter and how he's, he's just telling the story and Fett shows up at the end and he ta- asks him you don't think I ever you don't think you, but you think you could stay hide from me forever and he's like no I knew eventually you were going to catch up with me <laughs> and Fett just tells him well to everyone else you're dead I think I'll go collect my bounty now. <laughs> and he leaves. He leaves. See, bounty hunter with honor. That's what I love. Yep. So he just takes off. Do you think? Do you think that Doug the bounty hunter would do something like that eventually? Doug the bounty hunter. Do you think so? No. No. He's get, he always gets his man. And uh, Audrey. Yeah. You actually have quite the passion for marriage aid. I do. And I do. Uh, luckily for you, there are a few stories about marriage. Yes, yes. Timothy Zahn was very generous. <laughs> um, uh, there's a couple of bo- uh, stories. Um, there's one that's uh, uh, marriage aid, uh, uh, the sleight of hand tale of marriage aid that's at the Jabba's palace. Um, it's the backstory about where marriage aid is the emperor's hand and uh, where she's sent to assassinate Luke before Jabba ever uh, gets really involved. And so anyways, uh, she wanted to go out on the skiff to take him out because I guess she figured that once out there, Luke could sort out his problems otherwise. And uh, Jabba wouldn't have it. Um, 
And so anyway, she was masquerading as Arika, one of the palace dancers. So um, I, I liked that a lot. It was a, an interesting backstory to go with the movies, if you're you know, focusing more on the movies. Um, but you, you never see her in the actual movies. No, and I thought with the special editions that they might actually add her in, but they never do. There's a game card where they took a, an image of her in like a yeah. blue skimpy outfit as Arika the dancer. Um, thank you. Oh God! What? Thank you, Shannon. Oh, yeah, ShannonMcRandall.com. If you want to check out the pictures. Yes. <laughs> um, yes, and uh, I liked um, in Tales of the Empire. There's uh, first contact. And it explains how Mara Jade comes to be in the services or working with, I guess. I don't think she'd like to be considered in the services of uh, Talon Card. And uh, unfortunately, it's been quite a while since I read that. So I, I remember that they're on some planet and uh, Card and whoever's with him wind up in a little bit of trouble and Mara ends up sort of saving them. But she's under an alias and they're under aliases, but she's figured out what... Uh, Talon's alias it means and everything. So, anyways, she ends up uh, helping them out, and uh, he hires her on. Um, and then there's another one called Jade Solitaire in the in uh, the New Republic. Actually, I don't know. I guess I'm making it. Or was it was there's a, another one, uh, but I can't really remember the backstory on it. Uh, I have read it, but so I think that's... Oh, I know what it is. She's gone, and she ends up getting... Uh, that's where she gets her ship, the, the the Jade's Fire, the first ship that she has. It's the first thing she's truly owned, and it's her prized possession and everything. It explains how she gets her ship. And it goes boom. It goes boom, yes. What do you mean by that? But she has to... Uh, Read the story. Well, it's not in that story. It's in, uh, in the... Uh, Thrawn duology yep. that she sacrifices her ship Strange. for the greater good. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yes. Yes. So. Another funny story is uh, the story of Salacious Crop. They they actually <laughs> made a story on the guy that goes. <laughs> <laughs> Me you? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I would be a great stand-in if if George Lucas, you you think of like reshooting Return of the Jedi, which please don't. I wouldn't be a great stand-in for Slacious Crumb. I mean, I'm small, I'm short, I'm You'd stupid. be able to do the voice? Yeah. You'd do the voice well. And you can stick a hand up my ass, I'm sure. Ew. <laughs> what was it, 25 centimeters? <laughs> there you go, 25 <laughs> centimeters. For those of you who know that little inside joke. But we're not going into no, details. we're not touching that again. Again? Again. <laughs> oh. I don't want to go back there. <laughs> so, Brian, who's, with, who's in the chat with us? Uh, we have Christina, Admiral, Adria, Antihero, Arnie, Cocky171, Japoy, who rocks, um, Left Elbow, Lunatic, Madneroid, Nyx, Sad Max, Skylover, Sith Clan, and hold on. There you go. Snakes and Tiger Claw. All right. There's, um, there's a tale that's been uh, pointed out. By the, um, the the people in the chat, I'm just gonna get the actual title of it. Which one are you looking for? Boba Fett escaping from the Sarlacc. Sarlacc. That's from uh, Tales. That's from Jabba's 
That's from Jabba's Palace. That's right, yeah. It's at the end. Ba -ba -da -ba -ba. I know. Oh, A Barve Like That, The Tale of Boba Fett. Which is also a very good insight into Boba's life. And the whole Jester Mariel thing. <laughs> Thank you, Japoy, in the chat room, who's saying I can be Malakali. Yes. Yeah, I think you should be. I'm the Rancor Keeper. See, this is what the tales are all about. It's all about those background characters from the ha from the Hasro toy line, and you finally threw out what their story is. That's right. But it's 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 a great set of books. I mean, those were published like in the beginning of the times when, you know, we were starting to crave for that kind of thing. If I'm not mistaken, they were released. No, oh, well, they're they're like second edition of edition because they're they're released by Ben. Bantam books. So the uh, Tales from the Republic was December '99. Uh, yeah, December '99. So this is, I guess, the most recent. Is that's that's a very Republic. recent one. Yeah. Jabba's Palace was '95. That's it. That's. I'm guessing Empire is not too far from uh, New Republic as well. So, but there you go. It's it's like Empire and Republic. The well, New Republic, are both books that came out a long time after Zan and Stackpole were known for what they've done. Because on the cover of it, you can see first time in paperback, including a short novel by Tim Zahn and Michael A. Stackpole. So. But of course, they're also pushing the big sci-fi names to sell the books. Yeah, that's it. Which is kind of sad, because just having Star Wars on it will have... It, it, it will sell, enough. for sure. <laughs> you don't even need to worry about anything. So, of course, that's it. Well... We want to hear what you people in the chat have to say, so go on, talk about it more. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's an awesome, awesome line of books. If you're into the EU and into the long lost characters like Yakface, like Ephant Mon, like Amanaman, uh, like IG88, if I remember correctly, there's actually a very good story of IG88 and how he came to be. Um, there's a great story about this stormtrooper on Tatooine who's actually a spy for the Alliance which is very funny and very good too um, there's a Jawa there's a tale about a Jawa I don't know maybe that's that's where I picked up sub subconsciously my Jawa necklace well there's <laughs> also the uh, stormtrooper story and a sand Tusken Raider story yeah which is kind of interesting because I remember reading. I'd read the read the ascent of the first central guide to characters before I read the tales, and the, the, there are the character bios of those characters are in the first edition of the uh, central guide. Yeah, I got to get my hands on one of these. <laughs> and uh, who else could we mention that had a tale? The Devonorian. For those of you who have been reading the uh, the the New Republic, well, not the New Republic, but the Old Republic series of comic books. There's always this Devonorian that, com that comes back, who knows uh, uh, Quinlan Voss and all that. Well, if you like the Devonorian as a race, you can get a story from the Tales of the Mosaic de Cantina right in there. So yeah, definitely good books to read. There's even a tale about uh, Jabba's chef. Yes. A Taste in the Day or something like that. Uh. Taster's choice. Taster's choice. That's it. It's like, and he complains about the fact that he's got to choose like the the perfect 
kind of the, the, the frog that Jabba's eat. It's mm-hmm. disgusting. It's kind of strange, man. So. <laughs> yes, Sebastian. Brian. Yeah. Why would you recommend those books? Well, I recommend them because they're themed, one. So if you want to really want to read just Bounty Hunters, get the Tales of the Bounty Hunters. Okay. That's really nice. There's even information about Bounty Hunters that are not in that Empire Strikes Back scene. There's other Jedis, like the uh, Wookiee that... Snuva. That uh, Chewbacca impersonates in Shadows. Snuva. Is in this is in Tales, and uh, it's all about how he wants to get Bosk back. Okay. Because Bosk is a Transdotion, and yeah. the Fookies and the Transdotions, well, they don't get exactly they don't get along. along together. I think they have a. They isn't, aren't their planets like really close? And, and they've been fighting for millennia. Isn't there something about that in the uh, the game? Uh, the uh in uh, RC's Republic Commando, yeah. Commandos. Commandos. Yeah, well, they're not good friends. I wonder why reptiles and mammals, they've, al- they've always been going together so well. Oh, yes, so well. And the New Republic one is good, too. Mm-hmm. I haven't read all of it, but uh, I should, because I want to read the, the Jade one now. The Mara Jade one, because I, I dig Mara Jade. Yeah. You dig you dig the jade? <laughs> He's just been going around looking at the pictures on the site. <laughs> looking at the bus just up. Just the Star Wars pictures. I'm looking at the bus up. Bus up looks cool. Danny says uh one of the uh the, the, the stories he remembers is uh the Sepulchral Knight, which is a mix between Goonies and Star Wars, which is really, really bad. It's uh, a treasure hunt that's really, really disappointing. And it's from the Tales of the New Republic, so I'd have to to look that up that that one up. Might have been a little wink and nod to Steven Spielberg. So. And if you th- if if you wanted Delray to put out a new Tales book, what sort of tales would you like to hear? Oh, now? New Jedi Order. Definitely. Or That's Tales from the Clone Wars. Clone Wars, definitely Clone Wars with all the clones, you know. I mean, Karen could have a story in there with the RCs, of course. Uh, or but tales from the old Republic. I'd like, I'd love to have like the Nullharks. I'd like, I'd love to have one tale for every Nullhark, the entire life of the Nullharks, all starting up on Kamino. They're going off their own way. Well, it could be tales of the clones. And then, like the last three chapters, there it's all the, the three clones, all the six clones, six Nullharks, back together, and they go off into the. Into the sunset or something. <laughs> it could be good. With with Cal Buir. It'd be nice. Would it be after Order uh, 66? I'm sure it would be after Order 66. I'm still certain in, enough that they were misconceived that they don't have the Order 66 okay. gene included. I don't think so either. They're the Nalarics. They, they, they're good. They're good clones. And as for the other clones, well, I'm sure, like, you know, you can have the tales of Commander Cody, Commander Gree, Commander Ply, Commander Bakara, all those guys. And that would be awesome. And that's, that's like, great tales from the Clone Wars right there. Um, what would you want from the Yuuzhan Vong that hasn't been? A tale of a war master, 
maybe tale of a priestess or something. Like the other side, the other side the of the other story. The other side of the story, and like more of the backstory, because I I know we have a general overview of the Yuzhong Vong of their uh, hierarchy, if you will, their social status, um, of their re- religious beliefs and whatnot. But I think it'd be really interesting to uh, pick up a little bit more detail about it. Um, Tale of Lonsker, maybe. Like or Tale of Namanor. <laughs> Namanor, yeah. For he'd instance. be really interesting because he's like one of the first ones to advance. Yeah, he's, he's in the Crimson Empire comic books. Yeah. But then you see absolutely nothing of him. And then fast forward a bunch of years later, and, and poof. And he's Vector Prime, and he's like this uprising master of We Ate Technology and Droids. And Tale of Vergier. Yes. Be interesting. Bit more. Yeah, right. We're well, getting more information. There is no tales of the Jedi. Yeah. Tales from the Jedi Order. That could be good, mm-hmm. but I think you should have like a clone. You should have a clones. Yes. Tales from the cl- tales from the Grand Army. Tales from the Grand Army of the Republic. That's it. Uh, there should be like a, a tales. There's a 500-page book, right? Tales from the Republic, which would be the Republic. So the Phantom Menace to Revenge. Then there should be a Tales from the Old Republic. So a tale of, like, Bail Organa and all that? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Then the Old Republic one would be, like, in the way past, like, in the comic books, Tales of the Jedi. Yeah. And those eras. And then, like, from anywhere where the Star Wars universe starts all the way till up to Phantom Menace. And you know what would be great for, like, the Tales of the Old Republic and Tales of the Republic? You have, like, undefined character story until the last line. And thus, it would become... Chancellor Palpatine, you know, but as as first at first when you start reading it, you just don't know it's mm-hmm. it's him, but at the last the last line you discover that it's him and you get oh okay that would be that was nice. And Admiral's suggesting in the chat that uh, they could make a Tales of the Pod Racers and get the backstory of all the participants. Mm-hmm. In pod or Tales from Most Eisley, uh, most from Most Espa. From Most Espa. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Uh, Danny's suggesting Yoda's best story from his 900 years of life. <laughs> that could be a good one. Well, the first good one would be Where once, is he from? No, it was like once there was this young kid. He was blonde and whiny, and I made him a Jedi Knight. <laughs> now he's a Jedi Master. <laughs> sure but it would all be in Yoda yeah. speak because it would be Yoda's perspective. Oh, that would be. That'd be horrible. so friggin' annoying. <laughs> it would be hysterical. Just like, you, um, know, you know, Arnie started doing it at the last beginning of last... A time once there was. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That drove me nuts. <laughs> I, mean, I, 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 I just wish Mar- Marjorie would use a little violence on him with it. You just have to read it. He started drunk. doing the whole episode. Who's like, oh, I'm going to talk in the whole episode and you to speak. I was like, ah, uh, no, <laughs> not the whole episode. Don't do that. Get the whole... No. That's right. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, what's no stories the Yoda speak, please? Oh, jeez, what's her name? The uh, the lizard. Um, I always forget her name. Saba. Tezar Saba. Yeah, Saba. 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 You, you have a, a tale entirely written in Saba speech. That would be doable. If you can actually get through the first page, you're good at all. I'm telling you. Th- oh, you're gonna smack you, boy. <laughs> See, Marjorie, you have to do like Brian on me. You gotta use violence. Yeah. Nope, not the lightsaber. 
Put the lightsaber down. Don't make me pick up Vader. <laughs> there's uh, there's also stories of Palpy that Danny's suggesting. Um, Tales from the Sith. Tales, yeah, Tales from the Sith would be uh, could be an idea. What happened to Exar Khan after he he merged with the temple and uh, Yavin? You know, exactly. Like many decades, it, it begins as many decades as had passed, and like there's this guy that comes in and he gets fried by him. That would be funny. And um, but to go back to the tales of Yoda's, I mean like the Journal of the Wills. Well, you could make the ju- the awesome. the the whole idea behind the tales from the from the Jedi Order could be Yoda telling the story. Oh yeah, that would be good. From a, from a Yoda's point of view. Exactly. They're suggesting tales from the Outer Rim territories. That could be good too. What's out there? Farmers and well, you could have stuff like big, big Starklighters' first adventure. Oh, that'd be so funny! It's like the adventures of Biggs Darklighter. Come on, let's jump ship. Yeah, it would be an academy story. Yeah, well, academy and jump shipping. You get like um, what uh, Cammy and what are the fixer fixer and yeah, (laughs) all the other guys. From Toshi Station. Toshi Station Tales. <laughs> no, <I think> <laughs> Tales from uh, Mon Calamari. I don't, know, I don't know. Like you could do. I guess you could do some corn versus Mon Cal stuff, but I think it'd be like the limit. Yeah. There's not much to tell. Maybe from the mid rim. Or Tales from the Rebellion. Yeah, like the son of Mon Mothma. That was a very nice uh, Star Wars Tales, actually. That was made. One of the rebels on Hut is the son of, Mat- of Mon Matma, and he records a m- he just records a message for her. She receives it about six months later. I, I don't remember exactly when, but three years and six months later or something like that, just before the attack on Endor. Hmm. Just that's why th- it's like that explains so much more why she's she's like so, so sad yeah. when she she tells like many potents died. Those plans. Tales from Darthamir, the Dark Witch's stories. Ooh, that could be good. One time at Dark Witch, <laughs> Witch Camp. camp. <laughs> <laughs> right. Where'd that wand go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright. I'm looking up. Uh, wow. What about Tales from the ha- ha- Hapes Cluster? Hapes Cluster? Yeah, you get more of a background. What about Tales? Tales of the royal family or something. I think that's too, too narrow. Too narrow. You could do like Tales of the Smugglers, and then you could have some of the the Laurel, um, the Laurel Raiders come into that because that's who they they created the Haven Cluster. Right. They colonized it. Tales from the royal families, and you could go from the Alderaan oh. royal family, the Naboo Haben, family. Uh, yeah, the Haven family, the Naboo family, and uh, what was um, uh, you know. Uh, What's the kid's name that goes missing in New Jedi Order and then he turns up being the dark bug guy? Rainwich Thal. Yeah. Like oh. The Thal uh, family is kind of a higher upper type family, too. Hmm. I wonder what you could call that one. <laughs> Tales from the Rich Family. Yeah. T- t- Tales, Tales of the Rich and Famous. <laughs> oh, no, that's great. With pictures of their coffee tables. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But that Thrawn has up on his walls later because they're so. Yes, that's right, that's right. Oh my god, that's bad. Yes, <laughs> terrible. But it, no, tales, tales from the unknown 
uh, unknown regions. Unknown regions. Yes. That would be Ooh. awesome. The many tales of Zenoma Seacott. You could have a Zenoma Seacott story. You could have a Chiss yeah. story. You could have. Oh, it would be the buzz story. story. It would be good. Yeah, Baron Spell so story. Yeah, there is so much material yeah. right there. The youth, the youth of I just, we well. should we should launch a com- campaign, relaunch the tales series. We want more tales, yeah. serious ones, not only. Well, well no, not the dark horse. I mean the yeah. you know the books, the novels, yeah. the short stories. Well, I'd like to have the fun one back as well. The comic book ones were they were great. Then they changed the editor, well, and mm-hmm. producer and whatever. And but see, there's still a lot of us that aren't into the graphic novels. So we, we'd like to you know read it and use our imagination to fulfill I don't the think... I, I, imagine I, what? Imagination. I'm not a big fan of the Star Wars comic books, though. I dig more of the novels. I like comic books. Oh, yes, that you do. But I'm not a big fan of, you know... The so have your, have your parents found a room yet for your comic book collection? I don't have a comic book collection. <laughs> denial, denial. I have a small touch. I like Fantastic Four. Oh, you think you're Rick Reed? <laughs> <laughs> or The Rock? <laughs> the thing. <laughs> Where do we get this guy anyways? I don't know. I think we should beat the shit out of me. <laughs> no, you don't want to beat the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be hard to do, apparently. <laughs> you set me in the guts. <laughs> Sorry, Audrey. <laughs> I'm not going to aggravate anything by saying something <laughs> else right there. <laughs> so, but you know, it's, it's like they go back for, from as far as 1995, 1996. You know, they they, they came here, they came out about a year apart. And that was so. You know, it's ten years now. So why don't they put a commemorative issue and add to the? Yeah, like come out with a big big paperback of it or something, and had some more ex or more extra stories. That'd be nice. Yeah. Or like a best of tales. No, the next they they do like tales from the New Republic, well t- tales from the Old Republic, tales from the New Republic, tales from the Empire in one condensed book, and they have like the the Old Republic right there. That's new, so that's good. Um, you can have the, the three uh, Jabba's Palace, Mosaic um, Cantina, and Bounty Hunter in one book as well, just like the science fiction book club did, even though it's smaller than the other paperbacks. It's pretty funny. Um, and then you can have, you know, Journal of the Wills and other stuff like that. The Rich and Famous of the Galaxy. That'd be nice. Tales of the Wills, Rich and Famous of the Galaxy, and the uh, Unknown Region. Mm-hmm. And it all comes back to, and Baron Fell came to Coruscant. <laughs> Brand, no, Danny is suggesting Tales from Star Wars on Direct. Okay. Now he can write it if he wants. Well, there's just one big problem. What happens at a convention stays at, at a, a convention. convention. So we just can't talk about stuff like that, Danny. <laughs> it's, it's forbidden by the laws of the higher universe. So do you think they should actually publish like small books like that or big trade paperback? Uh, big uh, paperback, like I, like I was saying. Like three paperbacks. 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 Keep down the cost. Mm -hmm. And then put a special edition hardcover for the science fiction book club. Or even best of both worlds. Well, (laughs) maybe not even for the science fiction book club because they've banned me. 
Because oh. you don't pay? Yes. <laughs> You're a bastard. I hold them $13. $13? Whoa! They're about to send the lawyers on me. Are you serious? Yes. You should just pay them the $13 and tell them to fuck off. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I'm about to do. It's Ooh. just so painful. Somebody's suggesting tales from the 501st. Eh, I've yeah. had enough of the 501st. Thank you very much. Well, that could be included in the tale from the Clone Wars. Or yeah, I think it's close. Yeah. Uh, you could do tales from the Grand Army or in tales from the... The Imperial, but it's kind of done already because, because you have tales from the Empire. Yeah, it's a, no, just like the Grand Army of the Republic tales that could be all Clone Wars. Yeah. yeah. Tales from the Senate. You get background stories on some of the different. I want the ED ones. The I want the background on the ETs. Exactly. How'd they get there? <laughs> tales from Star Wars celebrations. Oh, there, there's a lot of things you could say <laughs> right there. Yeah. Tales but from the Outlander Club. The Outlander Club? I don't know. Is that the sounds oh, the Outlander Club and Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Oh, right. The In club. the Coruscant lower levels. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That could be a good one, too. Yeah, that could... The Lady in Red, which mysteriously disappear after a turn of the camera. Exactly. <laughs> but then, of course, you've got Hammond Best character, um, Tony Daniels character that's there as well. So All the uh, Lucas Girls characters are in there, too. So, yeah, could definitely be something interesting. And Zamwesel, we couldn't know more about her, because what do we know about her? Not, Not much. much. I think there was a graphic novel made out once, but... Well, yeah, I have that graphic novel. It's a it's Django book. Yeah, it doesn't tell you... Well. Not much. That's it. Yeah, it's just like a previous like story, an adventure they have before Tactical um, Danny's mentioning that some of the uh, the stories in the in the tales book come from the Star Wars Adventures journals. The Star Wars Adventures journals were uh, edited and published by West End Books, West End Games, blah, West End Games, and they were actually for the good old Star Wars role playing game. And you know what, Danny? D6 system. I have to say. You're going to be pissed because of that. But I have to say congratulations to my friend Ernst Pseudo-Peters. He actually owns the first edition of the Star Wars role-playing game, and they're in perfect mint condition. And he's like, I'd like to have this on my website and that picture on my website and such and such and such. And I'm like, well, can I take your book, rip it apart, scan it, and put it on the Internet for, the, for those of us who wants to play the old D6 system of uh, the West End games? He's like, oh, no, 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 you can't do that. <laughs> Please, Ernst, we need it. <laughs> er, we could just get Ernst drunk and he'll agree. Well, you know when Ernst drunk, he tells people to go fuck up in f- fuck off in French. Oh my God, <laughs> so that's scary. <laughs> I love my new keyboard, by the way. I can restart the webcam at a touch of a finger. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right, enough of Vader. Let's show the books. Um, Antihero suggesting Tales from Dex's Diner. I think we could do a Tales from Coruscant. Do you yeah. think that Tales includes Senate, the Outlander Club, Dex's Diner, um, everything? Mm-hmm. Do you What's think the area called where Palpatine has a secret hideout in? Um, what's it called? Uh, the book before the uh, the works. The works T- stuff from the works because that seems super interesting. Stuff <laughs> it does. It could be very interesting. <laughs> and so that, that industry went low, bankrupt. <laughs> the low levels. Hey, a lot of shit happens in those 
gone places. Well, the low levels saw the rise of what's his name in the Young Jedi Knights books. Zek doesn't Zek come from, comes from the low levels? Exactly, that's what I'm saying. But there's a lot of backstory on him already in the Young Jedi Knights books. But they could still go further back as to how come he's living by himself and whatever. And there's more stories coming up. I know. Yes. Yes. That's why I mentioned Shira Pri. <laughs> Star Wars Tales from the Video Games? Video Joran Ors, Calcatarn. Well, Calcatarn is pretty much covered. New Republic or New Jedi Order? Well, Jedi Knight and Outcast and all that. Could you do Tales from the Galactic Alliance? A Thorian story? Well, we, we, have a, we have the Tales from Moment Night on in the Tales from the Star Wars. I know, Indiana. but it could be a continuation. And. I loved Arnie was mentioning that it's like Hammerhead or Momonadon for those EU fans of, of you uh, of, of out there. Hey, we read the books, not just the back cov- the back cards. Ooh, them fighting words, boy. I'm going against the collectors this week. <laughs> uh, Sebastian has his own opinion, and it's not the rest of our opinion, and you don't have to listen to him if you don't want to. He's just himself, and it's not my opinion. Don't worry. Yes, but it's my opinion, and as we all know, everybody's entitled to my opinion. No, they're not. You're right. They're so not. Please, make up your own opinion. Go pick up those books, because they're still very much available at your local bookstores. Just like Betrayal came out, finally, on Tuesday. And thanks to Brian, yeah, who wasn't able to get it until Tuesday. Ah, fuck you. Should have gone earlier. So, yeah. I'm definitely renewing my subscription to Amazon. Amazon.com. Ordering them online. No, no, don't get on Amazon. Get on Indigo. Indigo is the people who ship early. Yeah, but... And they put out early. Put out early? They put out early and off. (laughs) Give it to me! Now! (laughs) Okay. Well, maybe... I've actually picked, I must admit, Brian, I picked up the little, like, sign-up paperworks and all that, so I'm probably going to go online. And now that I've cleared my credit card, yay. <laughs> I'm going to be able to subscribe to such things. And, of course, I have to be a good boy if I want to have my limit up by the time C4 comes in. So I can go to California, California. Here we come. Brian's like resisting. You're so weird sometimes. <laughs> Brian's just resisting to kill me like that. Oh, I just found the cutest thing to do. Oh. <laughs> it's a little trooper at the feet of Lord Vader. It's the trooper that bumped his head. You know there's actually a trooper that um, in the first shot of the Star Wars movies... Uh, managed to trample on one of the buddies of the rebels and f- fall down. It was funny. This Sebastian, anti heroes offering you an old West End game book. Do you want it? Of course. If it's not one of the two I already have. <laughs> what does he mean? Like uh, the, the book? Well, ask him. The journals? or? Uh, sure, I do. 
but it's like 70 bucks, I think. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? I have to give you 70 bucks for a West End Games book? Nobody no, plays no, no, that no, no, anymore. No, 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 That's Chapoy. Oh, okay. He's saying Amazon.com Prime has some pretty good shipping deal with two-day shippings. It's two do- It's seventy dollars for a two-day shipping thing. Well, uh, sure, Anthony. I mean, if you're not going to use them, it's going to be my pleasure to put them into my collection because Danny's turned me on to book collecting. As if I didn't have <laughs> no more space now in my room. Well, don't you have less space? space? I've just got more or less space now. What? I actually regained two square feet of floor this week. How'd you do that? I move things out of the wardrobe and move other things into the wardrobe. <laughs> Do you actually have clothes in your room? Oh, yeah, they're somewhere. Under the bed. No. Between, between the mattresses. Actually, the the, the mattresses, between the mattress and the floor, is all my Star Wars cardboard cutouts and stuff like that. Except Lord Vader. Lord Vader's in the wardrobe as well. You're so weird sometimes. With, R, with the sign R2-D2. You're so funny. In that not good way. What else do you want me to do? I don't know. I lost a Yoda because of you. No, I didn't. Yes, yes, I did. When? At the last premiere. Somebody took it. Somebody took my Yoda stand-up from from the Star Wars Attack of the Clone uh, DVD oh. release. Yeah, that's really lame. And they just went home with it. So whoever has it, I hope you're displaying it. Hope you didn't throw it out. Because if not, it's really a w- it's, it's it's just such a waste. Yeah. Yeah. So we should wrap things up, Brian. I think so. But let's just mention we have quite a good amount of people in the chat. Yeah, that's really participating in us tonight, which I freaking loved. Okay, well then you both do it as okay. a team. Admiral. Admiral Adria, Antihero Arnie, Cocky One Seventy One. Japoy, Left Elbow, Lunatic, Madnoroid, Nick, Skylover, Sith Clan, Snakes, and Tiger Claw. Yes. Thank you all for participating in the chat tonight. You were fucking awesome. Yes, you were. You guys rock. Sebastian will give you prizes. <laughs> I will? I don't know. Like a 12-inch Anakin Skywalker from... from Sideshow Collectibles? Sure. But this time it's actually a 12-inch. It's not a... Quarter scale? It's not a quarter scale. Actually, double check this week on Sideshow Collectibles. If they had a 12 inch Darth Vader, they don't. They only have the Ford scale. So. (laughs) You look stupid. Yes. Yes, I do. It's awesome. The details are so great. And the Anakin action figure looks also very good. So. Admiral suggesting that we need to do an entire show in my room. In your room. In my there room. Okay, uh, I can barely. Okay, I can stand up in in Seb's room. <laughs> I can't sit down. You sat down once. I sat down once. We'd be sitting on top of each other <laughs> in Seb's room. Well, I mean, I can sit in my on my bed, and one of uh, you can sit on my bed too. And where's the, the other person? They're gonna have to like hang from the roof. Exactly. The ceiling, the <laughs> well, that's why that's why I had the rails posed this week. Jesus. <laughs> Mirrors too? No, no not, not yet. yet. <laughs> I want to have the disco ball first. Nick says he doesn't want to see crusty socks everywhere. Aww. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> there are no crusty socks. Do be on the lookout for a glass. Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
blame it on the lady who got me the bottle of KY. Ah, <laughs> uh, ah, uh, stop, stop. What are we talking about? No, I don't, I don't <laughs> want to hear anymore. I'm going to take off my headset now. We're just talking, We're just talking. about my walls being really, like, shiny. shiny. Right. Right. Glazed. Gross. I've been rehearsing my dance routine. <laughs> that just gave me a horrible image. <laughs> For those of you picturing Cameron Diaz and Charlie's Angel going, yeah, I like big butts. No, just picture Malakili doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's sad. Yeah. So, for so. everyone who just threw up a little bit in their mouth, I'm sorry. <laughs> you did. You did too. You were thinking about yourself. And you threw up in your mouth. I knew you did. No, so I didn't. Yeah, you just. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you threw up a lot in your mouth, didn't you? No, I didn't. <laughs> so, uh, is this when the show ends? Yes. Yes, it devolves yes, yes. And this is degrades like and deteriorating deteriorate. very that, rapidly. That's, that's when we do the after show. Yes. <laughs> so, Brian, do you think it's an incredible prize that uh, wonderful Sideshow Collectible oh, Are we going to have more? Well, hopefully we will. So the more people that we have, the, the more prizes we get, and the more prizes we get, the more the luck, the the better they will be, of course. And uh, that was one of the prizes for last What's week. The other one. And next week we're going to be raffling off a 12-inch Anakin. Well, we're going to be giving it away. Actual Anakin. Yeah, we'll give it away. Yeah, it's more of a giveaway. Giveaway. Yeah. It's not a raffle because a raffle we'd have to have one of those yeah, things with the raffle thing, and we'd have to have tickets and. Oh, I don't want to do one of those again. But last time I contest. did, there's fucking blood everywhere. Okay? So just stick with giveaway. Well, contest. I don't want to contest. Yes. Yeah, okay, fine. No, I want I want, I want. people to answer a few questions. Let's give it away, because or else the Quebec government will be on our ass, because it's a contest. And you know what? This Ford scale Darth Vader, that was way too easy. Seb Shaw. Actually, I'm going to read the uh, the reason, because you did say... I need a reason for which you loved um, Sebastian Shaw better or something like that. Oh, I have some. I have a story after to tell about Sebastian Shaw. Okay. So uh, Susan says I actually prefer the original version with Sebastian Shaw because unlike what what Lucas said, he was good in his older buddy at the end of the movie. He was redeemed. That's yes. He 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 returned to Anakin Skywalker, but as an old man. After he lived his life fully, but th- it makes you think, you know, did he ever stop being Anakin Skywalker somewhere inside? And when you read something like Dark Lords, there you go. He was suppressed. William also wrote in and said he I prefer the originals, but you know what, Sebastian? On Friday night, my brother hadn't had never he's he'd grown up with the uh, the special editions, so I put on the VHS copy. The, THX, the THX copy And we watched it And I showed him all the little part differences And I showed him the difference between widescreen and full screen He likes widescreen Good And the quality and the quality differences The true Kieran's Yes, widescreen mm-hmm. Rules Anyway, and I showed him the diff, the, the, the old the, um, old Celebration scenes And he says he likes the new ones better I don't know I really like the old song. It's all about the generations. I know. Generation gap. I know. 
But uh, he, for other than that, he said the special effects didn't change that much. They are a little bit, but he didn't really mind it. You showed him the THX edition? Yeah, the THX edition. So the one where you don't see the squares? Um, it's the edition from 1995. Yeah, it's the edition you don't see the squares. Good. I don't have that edition. Ever. I have the special edition. I have the THX edition. Any I have the special edition widescreen. I have Any special edition? You see the squares. What the fuck, then? They didn't get rid of the squares. In the THX edition, they didn't. They just did the sound back. That's weird. But then, in 97, they started working again for the 99 release. And that's when they did the the other special edition. Yeah. That's when it all started. So, I think we're going to take the show to an end. Before we go further down the slope. And on this note, we can tell you that the next show is going to be on June 11th. I was going to say June 10th, but that's going to be the French show. For those of you listening who are French listeners, you can tune in next Saturday as we will be having a special show on Champions of the Force and Star Wars Celebration 4 and funny stuff like that. That's right. And, did I lose my playlist? No, I didn't lose my playlist. There it is. And, of course, we're going to be talking about Champions of the Force. Right, Brian? Mm-hmm. We're going to be... Uh, Giving away some tips on uh, how to build some armies with the new set. Yep, I'm getting my my case on uh, at midnight on Thursday. Um, I'm going to Carta Magica. They are having a um, I guess it's a tournament or pre-release tournament, but with no no actual content. Okay. It'll just be a tournament that starts at seven that goes to midnight. Cool. So I think it's ten do- ten dollars uh, in advance, fifteen at the door. Starts uh, at seven. Pre-registration starts from uh, goes from six to five to seven. So come by Karatomashika, and we're going to have lots of fun all night. And then at midnight, we get our boosters and our core band map. All right. So it's very cool. And then um, there's also the tournament on Saturday at Le Valle in Montreal. Yes. So there's lots of Star Wars miniatures this month in Montreal. This coming week. This coming wow, bleh, bleh, yeah, week. Wow, that's jeez. And um, it's confusing. I know it is. So, um, <laughs> Danny, you and your crazy ideas. So, Brian, what should people do if they have any comments about the show that that just happened? What? Any comments at all? Any comments at all? Yes. Well, you should send us an email. Should they? Yes. At should, studio. should they tell me that the molecular costume is not a good thing? Um, don't worry, I can tell you that. <laughs> um, the, any comments you have, suggestions for subjects, or, you know, just general rants on Star Wars, we'll take it all. Send them to studio at swndirect.com. Also, leave us a message on our blog, or on our Star Wars message board, which I check all the time. I want to see more friggin' people. All the people in the chat, you're not, uh, I don't see enough of you on the friggin' message board. Are we going to have to do, like, Arnie and Marjorie and start, like, a book club? I don't want to start a book club. It's a lot of work. We should start an insider book club. You have to go back and read your insiders from, like, ten years well, ago. I don't have those. <laughs> and they're out of print. Yes, they are. But, Sebastian, what if people want to become a partner or a sponsor? Well, if they want to become a partner or a sponsor, just, like, 
well, as a partner, just like Sideshow Collectibles did a few weeks ago, you can send an email to info at swendirect.com with all the details concerning, concerning the par- partnership or sponsorship, and we'll review it, and we'll get back to you in uh, due terms. That means as soon as we possibly can. Yes, we are very busy. And as incredible as it may sound, we do have lives. I know, Brian. Don't fall from your chair. Whoa. So, um, what should people do if they like the show? Audrey. Uh, they should go and vote for us on Podcast Alley. They should talk to their friends and spread the word and bring their friends in for a listen. That's right. And what have you been doing ever since you became a co-host? I've got it in my signature on all the message boards I go on. I chat with my friends about it. I bring friends to listen. I get them to participate. Uh, I've been having people even from Australia come on board now. So thank you for all those extra 153 listeners you brought in. (laughs) Now we need more. More. Because next show will be taking over the world. Of Star Wars podcasts. Could have been funny. Ooh, scary. <laughs> I like the way you, think you say it, Brian. All right. <laughs> well, let's take a second to thank all of our sponsors. Of course, Sideshow Collectibles, which grants us incredible prizes like the Fort Scale Vader, which is from the first run of first of uh, Fort Scale Vaders, and in condition. Um. Of course, FederationToys.com, Star Wars Action News, who are the uh, bearer of good collecting news every week. SitClan.net, the latest for any news, whether it's in French or in English. It will be translated in French, so go there if you read French. Simple-Net.ca, if you're looking for a very good web hosting deal, there's the time, there's the place, and you can contact me, and maybe, maybe we can give you a little special. There's also the Sci-Fi Podcast Network, which can be found at tsfpn.com. Yes, that's right. That's the site with the funny little mascot. Looks like a speck of dust with two legs and two eyes. I love their I love their mascot. I forgot. I think it's Merp or something like that. Uh, of course, we'd like to take a second to thank our partners in the bloodonline.com, Geek Core Radio, Star Wars Aficionados, PlanetFandom.com, hail to the fanboys and girls, where you can also find the Trek Wars, the Furry Conflict Ultradrama, part of FurryConflictDrop.com, Nerf-Erder-Anonymous.net, the largest collection of Star Wars references and actors on the interweb, Millennium Falcon, Galactic Hunter War, keeping collectors on targets, even in the dark times, where Hasbro is re-re-re-re-releasing characters, and of course, T-Bone Star Wars Universe, the Galactic Senate message boards, and Star Wars Un- StarWarsFanWorks.com, the home of Star Wars fan audio, made available at StarWarsWithAZ.com. All of the links... Bef- I, I, every, every time I want to go and say all the links below, but all of the links that I just mentioned are all available to our website at www.swendirect.com. Is it anyone's happy... Like happy birthday this week, so I can sing it properly this time around. No, don't think you so. fucked it up once and for all. No more birthday. No more birthday. No more birthday for you. Next. I think it was Michonne Boriag's birthday actually, but I'm not gonna sing happy birthday to her. She's she's had more than enough of me at the last Star Wars celebration. Brian. 
Sebastian. Before we go, how is the t-shirt contest going? Not enough freaking entries. You are going on the boards day after day. Yes. I've been asking people to drum up support, but they haven't. <laughs> well. <laughs> said said the one unsupportive fan. <laughs> well. <laughs> No. Come on, folks. I we have wanna, actually mentioned it to We want to see your ideas, and if you give us our, your ideas, and we're like, oh my, shm- holy shmi, Saint Mother of Anakin. That's a good one. <laughs> then, you know, we should have a shmi t shirt now. That's our next t shirt, shmi. Holy shmi, Saint Mother of Anakin. That, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that kind of Someone friggin' design it! <laughs> so we can put it on the Cafe Press Star Wars on Direct web, web then, store. And then you just have, like, Anakin there. You know, baby Anakin with, like, the light coming down and shadows of Vader. So! Yeah. so the t-shirt contest! <laughs> t-shirt contest. We want more entries. <laughs> Alright, Brian. So thank you very much for this uh, great input on the t-shirt contest. And, um... Can we count on, you know, some more Podcast Alley votes this month? Oh, freaking It's the beginning of the month. You it's know, it's, vote. it's the on, time please. to go vote. It's summer. Because we want to be the ultimate station in the galaxy. For Star Wars fandom. Yes, that's what we want. So for all the crew here at Star Wars on Direct, this is Sebastian saying, see you next time on Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. You were listening to Star Wars on Direct, the voice of Star Wars fandom. Be sure to visit www.swondirect.com for more information about upcoming shows. This show has been brought to you by SimpleNet. Webmasters, online gamers, or administrators of e-business. At SimpleNet, we will always have a solution to meet your needs.